It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olivia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Well, it looks like the capital gains charade is over, so it's full bore for the state income tax. And T-minus 7 and counting will explain. And Sanders and Warren sparring over Iowa spells what for two of the front runners. But first, give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. This is the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, Ed Dawson, Rob Francis, and you, 547 1610, 509 547 1610. You can email us by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or your comment. Yeah, we're waiting to connect with 8th Legislative District Representative Matt Benke to uh, discuss what's going on in the first day and a half of the legislative session. Uh, it'll be interesting to get his thoughts on out of the gate, uh, some of his peers signing on to a brief to the state Supreme Court, which, by the way, another brief has been filed in support of a state income tax, which we'll, we'll discuss a little bit of that as well. But it, it I'm not going to lie, Ed, this surprises me because the people that are on this brief, okay, and I'll give you a quick rundown of the groups that have joined it. Um. The Washington State Labor Council, AFT Washington, SEIU 925, the SEA, Transit Riders Union, Washington Physicians for Social Responsibility, Youth Seattle Climate Action Network, and 350 Seattle have signed on to a amicus brief to support this decision. And That's right. We're going to go to the phone and see if we have Representative Banky with us. Representative Banky, you on the line? Hello? Hello? No, we're, we're we, some, we guys have you there? It uh, looks like we're having some phone issues. Hello? There hey, we are. Do we got? We're, we're here. I've got you through my our system here, but somehow it's uh, not. Can you talk through this? <laughs> well, as we work that out, that's uh, that's John Satgast, uh, the uh, House Republican uh, media contact. Uh, you know, it's they, they got some they got some new equipment on their uh, on their end at the Capitol, and uh, you know we got to be the guinea pigs sometimes, and that's and that's all right. Uh, one of the things uh, that will talk right, with uh, representative Banky about is i mean the the, the it, this is only the second day of the legislative session and we had today's state of the state address by governor jay insley we'll get his thoughts on on that and, uh, and many other things and uh, representative Banky, are you with us yeah ed 
are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. We're glad we can connect with you. We know you're very busy. The session is uh, off and running. Um, lots to talk about already, and, and this is supposed to be one of those uh, boring 60-day legislative sessions. Well, you ain't kidding. I tell you what, it's when the clock starts going, it's like the, the starter pistol went off and we just hit the ground running. So, Representative Banky, even before the session got started, some of your peers signed on to a brief uh, for the Washington State Supreme Court to uh, help influence them in taking on the Seattle income tax case. Was that a little bit of a surprise to see uh, that some lawmakers already are trying to push this forward? And is this now at the top of the agenda for this session? I believe so. And it wasn't really much of a surprise because in the off session, we knew we were going to have a change. If you remember, we had the first time we have a female who's a House Majority Leader, and she was voted in yesterday. When she was mentioned in, in the off session, she went around throughout the state, to her credit, met a lot of us, including myself in Richland, and she spoke about some of these ideas that she was going to bring up, and one of those was the state income tax. So we kind of knew this was coming. We had an idea about it. We already set aside some ideas of what we can do to help I think, mitigate this, if not stop this altogether. So at what point in time, I mean, we know a number of bills have been pre-filed. We know some other bills are still getting filed. At what point in time do you think, because it seems like traditionally uh, in the legislature, the the most paid, the, the bills that people are paying the most attention to tend to sit towards the end. Is this something that the legislature is going to try and deal with off the top, or is this just going to kind of get pushed, 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 pushed until close to the end of the session? I believe it is going to be pushed toward the end. Uh, a lot of the stuff we're doing now is kind of what was left over from the last session that's being resurrected. We're talking about the low-carbon fuel. Um, you've heard of that. I know the $30 car tabs are some of the big ones that we've seen and got some emails about it. Of course, in the state of the state today, you mentioned before that the governor mentioned about the homelessness issue. And so some of those are the top three we're kind of hitting the ground right now running. And in, in my area, one of the data privacy is the biggest one and one of the uh, assistant ranking on the ITIC committee we're working on. We're talking with Representative Matt Banky from the 8th Legislative District here on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Representative Banky, you mentioned the State of the State address a few hours ago. Um, it, just in my observation, in years past, the governor has. Uh, pointed fingers at the Republican side of the aisle that uh, they needed to work with the Democrats to uh, to achieve these things that uh, Inslee wanted done. Um, this time today, I, I felt like there was less finger pointing and there was more of a we atmosphere, whether or not people agreed with the direction he wanted to go. Is that a fair assessment or do you still feel like um, there's a lot of division and, you know, that, that Inslee pointed out today. I think his words were speaking loud, but you got to read between the lines, and I agree his terminology was effective in the spectrum of, I believe it was more campaign rhetoric toward that spectrum. Um, there is some divide in our, our caucus, or uh, not in our caucus, in, on the House floor, of course. There's so many more of the delegation that's on the other side of the floor that have gone toward, if you will, AOC-type ideas and the Green New Deal, and some of those ideas have already percolating around the, the, the building as well as um, uh, we don't want to really see what he's 
when he's talking about different things, we can't drink the purple Kool-Aid, as we call it, and we can't drink what he's selling because a lot of that's going to go down the line of what he falls back on, and that's the clean energy deal we saw last year. We, we know he's been in there, and when he mentioned it, it's 30 years since he first stepped foot on this campus. So he's been here a long time, and you got to understand when you're a professional politician like that, you got to really read between the lines of what he's talking about. We're talking with Representative Matt Banky from the 8th Legislative District here on the bottom line. Representative Banky, uh, it seems the agenda for House Republicans for this short session, it really comes down to three words, safe, affordable, and accountable. And it sounds like, at least with one of the things that the governor would like to do, it doesn't fall under any of those three, which is taking over $300 million out of the rainy day fund to throw more money at a problem that money hasn't been able to solve. What are some of the ideas that House Republicans plan to push forward to deal with not just the homelessness issue, but also in making communities uh, safer, making families giving them the ability to stretch that dollar that they happen to have a little bit further and holding those in elected office more accountable. Well, you're exactly right, and I appreciate you bringing that up. Number one is safety first, like we all do. I know Chief Prolenberg, I know our sheriffs, I know our law enforcement first responders are the top notch of people around the country, and including my military background, we support them 110%. We want to continue that way. Instead of this bashing our law enforcement and first responders, we got to thank them. We got to remember what they sacrifice on a day-to-day basis, and ensure they're out there to protect and support, and ensure we have safe neighborhoods by that proactive and preventive policing that we see. We have a couple bills that are going to come out that way. Also, to help to address the uh, homelessness issues, we're providing local governments, and you know I came from the city of Kennewick. We want to provide more options for the cities at the local municipalities to do more with what they have to offer. I know they're working with a lot less than they have in the years past because of the government that we have in place and the large majority that we've had in the state. We want to do what we can to help that way. And my big one, encourage the safe schools that we seem to forget the last years that that's dropped and even off the governor's radar. He didn't mention a thing about it in the state of the state. We want some common sense reforms that we could support our schools so educators like myself and make sure our classrooms are as safe and secure as possible. Now, Representative Banky, one of the things that we did notice was not part of the priority list going into this session that has been the last couple of years. Governor didn't really mention it is uh, K through 12 education. We know that there are some things that still need to be kind of looked at and tidied up. But what is the what is the the plan for dealing with uh, any continued fallout from McClary? And also, as far as special education goes, we know there's been a lot of discussion that there may be some shortfalls there. There is. And we got to look at that as still one of the priorities. Too many times we look at $750,000 in a study to go toward dam removal when that money could have gone towards securing special ed, special needs, and including paraeducators that are there with our mental health professionals that I just came out of a meeting, said still that is their top priority in our school to ensure we have what the students need, not just the teachers, but a well-rounded environment to where the student can learn in that safe environment. If they have any kind of issues, they can talk to somebody, they can work that out. They can have that foundation for success when they leave that institution. They can go ahead and then get off into a career the best possible way they can and then be accountable to the city and the state and the, um, the taxpayers so we can ensure that accountability is still in there when our funds are coming down to the local municipalities. They're using that the right way, and it's going to our schools the right way we possibly can. 
And if I could, I'd put a shout-out to our new uh, Kennewick School District uh, superintendent, Dr. Tracy Pierce, who just came on board. I met her a couple times during the off-session. She's already actively engaged as she transitioned from Dave Bond. I appreciate her coming on board with some of those ideas as well, and she's very supportive of what we're doing. Representative Matt Banky from the 8th Legislative District joining us here on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Representative, uh, I, we know that this is only day two and, and we've got a ways to go in the session. What are some of the key things that uh, not only your constituents, but really everyone east of the mountains should be keeping an eye on uh, going on in Olympia for the remainder of this week and maybe on into next week? So uh, right off the bat, everybody concerned about the I-976 and the $30 car tabs. I want to put voice and the message to this to encourage everybody to stay on top of this because we hear your voice. That message came across in November when you voted this down. We're in the Transportation Committee, and we're seeing some of those effects where people are. We were in the meeting yesterday and understanding how the fiscal responsibility for the state needs to be more accountable. We want to ensure there's no title-only ghost bills. That's another one we want to eliminate, and I know that was one of the priorities that mentioned when I had a couple town halls around the area as well as the, uh, the state property tax and the state carbon tax that may be coming. So those are the top three or four that I can say. Now, Representative Banky, for the first time regarding the House, uh, people here in the Tri-Cities and other areas of the state are going to have an opportunity to get involved without driving to Olympia. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the pilot program for remote testimony in the House and when that's expected to be up and going. So remote testimony, if you don't know, it's like using Skype or Zoom. So you can do it by going over to Columbia Basin College. Big shout-out to them. They're hosting a spot where you could set up a time that you would be in the committee as long as the chair of that committee allows it. That's another caveat, by the way. We'll set you up a time to schedule you to where you just drive over to Pasco, go ahead and set up that time, have your two to three minutes, and give me an active discussion of what's going on on that bill and even in that hearing and in that workshop. So... We can set up that time with you. You can contact us up here. We can make sure we get that out to you by which committees. I know they're doing three of them right now, and they're already active. We are told yesterday to ensure we get as many people as we possibly can because it is a pilot study. And you know how that goes. If we don't get the pilot numbers up, they're not going to have justification to increase the program to allow us to continue this remote testimony like they do in the Senate. So we want to get the numbers up as much as we possibly can. Well, and certainly, Representative Banky, keep us in the loop as far as when those hearings are going to take place in those particular committees so we can help get the word out as well to encourage people in this community to take advantage of remote testimony. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for all you do. And I love the candor, the honesty, and the hard-hitting questions you guys always do on the bottom line. Representative Matt Banky, 8th Legislative District, always appreciate your time, sir. Thanks for your service in Olympia, and uh, we will catch up with you again soon. Going to take a quick time out. Digest a little bit of what Representative Banky had to say, as well as we'll update you on the push for a state income tax and who else is getting involved and maybe wondering why they're getting involved. Back with more of the show after this.